This is the Word of God from the household of David Church. It is a message designed to raise men after God's own heart. Listen and be blessed. Hallelujah. A spiritual man is not the one that goes on the mountain to pray 24-7. A spiritual man is a man that the soul has bowed to Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Conversion of soul is the most difficult thing for man to experience. Your spirit gets born again in an instance. Just, it gets born again instantly. It doesn't take time for the spirit to be born again. Instantly, it happens just like that. So if any man comes to Jesus and he says, Lord Jesus, I accept you, and then salvation begins. Once he acknowledges Jesus as Lord, and he believes in the freely work of Christ, he is a saved man. But that is the beginning of a journey. The most difficult part of the journey is the conversion of the soul of a man. So actually, we use the word soul winning. It's actually spirit winning. Because when we get... <laughs> Hallelujah. God bless you. Can have your seat. Are you with me? Soul winning is actually spirit winning. As we go out to preach and we lead someone to Christ, what has happened is a new birth inside the spirit. We have no one in soul. The soul. <laughs> of course, we are not saying the man is not saved. He's saved because uh, once he acknowledges and because it is your spirit that God deals with per se, so once a man's spirit is born again, a man is born again. But what we are saying is, he will not be able to do much for the kingdom until his soul is converted. Real change takes place in your soul. And that takes a lot of time and a lot of effort in the world. So while you can be born again instantly, you cannot become a mature Christian instantly. And one of the reasons why everything that goes on in the world goes on in the church also is because many souls are not converted. Church people gossip as much as people that are non-church people gossip. Church people fight one church against another, church people are proud. Church people beat their wives. Church people fight in law. Church people abuse people on the road while driving. Church people get angry. Church people cheat in business. Church people sign in 7.30 while they are working in 8 o'clock. Church people are lustful. Am I right? If you think I've not done it to you before, 
So I'll pray that Lord let him experience. <laughs> it is because there is the conversion of the spirits by being born again, but the soul. And maybe I will go a little bit deeper in second service. Encounters that you must have as a Christian. I think I touched on it briefly on Wednesday. That change is necessary. Otherwise, what is in 1 Corinthians chapter 5? Let's read something, 1 Corinthians 5. Verse 1. This is Paul talking. You see, there are people who don't know the things of the Spirit and they don't know the Word of God, so they make comments that reveals their ignorance or the fact that they are not very uh, well acquainted with the Word of God. So this is something like, what is happening to Christianity nowadays? Nothing. There is nothing happening in Christianity now that was not happening in Christianity then. You talk of people who are materialistic, maybe ministers. Apostle Paul said about them, he said, men whose God was their belly. So it's not new. Now you talk of Christian fornicating now. This is Paul writing to the church he founded. It is reported commonly. At least it's not common among us. It's happening, but not very common. But Paul said in his own church, it was a common report, a common occurrence, that there be fornication among you. Paul said it is common that you guys are just sleeping one. <laughs> that is Paul talking. And he said, now, such fornication is not as such name among the Gentiles. In other words, yours is even more horrible than the one they are doing outside. He said that one should have his father's house, father's wife. What happened was that a guy married his father's wife and on Sunday morning he came to at the front of the church and was enjoying the worship. For you are glorious. And the lady in his house used to be his father's wife. <laughs> what a guy. Who married his stepmom. And he was enjoying the service. You are beautiful. And Paul said, what is going on here? <laughs> Verse 2. Now, I just want to read. And you have puffed up. And you have no rather mourn. That there be, this deed is being done. That the one that has done this might be taken away from among you. Verse 3. Of course, he said, I'm absent in the body, but I'm present in the spirit. Again, this same Corinthian church... Paul was talking to him about communion. And he said, again, they told me that when it's time to communion, some of you get drunk. Because they were using wine, maybe a bit of alcohol then. He said, you, some sit at the, at the altar. Now, what I see in the present church is that some go out of the church to drink. In the time of Paul, they came to this side of the church. And he said, this is, this is, he said, this is making me sick. This is terrible. Why? So that was why you will see some instructions in the Bible for New Testament Christians. Because if you have come to Jesus Christ and you have not experienced an encounter with God in your soul, so man has three parts, and that is what we want to begin to look at how to be an effective Christian, how to be a spiritual Christian. And in our time, you can easily see 
that though there be many going to church, but only few real conversions have taken place. Otherwise, wouldn't be having people that they will correct in church and they will never come back again. So much pride, so much things, so much self-consciousness. They said this to me. And we can use different, you will be a great vessel in God's hand when he has been able to penetrate your soul. Brother, it's difficult. I'm going to show you two men, maybe next service, uh, maybe second service. We're going to talk about J J Jacob. God is not ashamed of you until that happens. He loves you. It's not ashamed. But he will see to it that if you allow him, then it can be a painful process for you to be converted. You, real you inside, changing. When that happens, you are going to walk in higher anointing and grace. Your words will carry people like Watchman Nee. These were the messages they preach and preach, but those messages are not common in our time anymore. It is principles and formulas. And the more we get all these material things, the more they destroy us. Are you following me? Yeah. Praise the Lord. God made sure that this a poor Joseph of this. If you look at Joseph's conversation with his Potiphar, in one sentence, he used I five, five times. He was a slave. He was still arrogant. His story started with standing before his brothers and saying that, you know, I, I have just dreamt. Your sheep bowed before mine. And they were looking at him. Then they carried it to another level. He said, even that among himself, your own bow. And the father says, like, <laughs> you are carrying your... <laughs> He said that even to the parents. And they were wondering, what's wrong with this guy? So when he was sold into slavery, you would have thought that something would have changed about Joseph. But even in Potiphar's house, when he was going to answer Miss Potiphar, he said, I see, there is none greater in this house than I. You, my master put I in charge of everything. You are the only one I'm not touching. I am, I'm in charge of everything. There's nothing going on in this house that I'm not in control of. And God was like, he still has so much eye. But you see, when he went to prison, and finally God revealed to him the meaning of Pharaoh's dream, he said, let Pharaoh look for a man. A changed person. Joseph before would have said that, I I am the only one that can tell the meaning of your dream. If I bring a throne and you sit on the floor, if I can tell you. But something, something, if this does not happen, you can be in church for 25 years and you are still proud. Talking the same way, treating people the same way. Haven't you seen? Do you know how many people that I know that the first wife died? The husband married them as a second wife. God, the first wife died. And the way they have treated the children of the, of the late woman. For whom reason you are in the, for whose reason you are in the house right now. This thing. So people go for committee meeting in church and they fight. 
and they have calms. Many of you saw it in the Octodos, but you are seeing it in gospel churches also now. Parochial committee and calms in the church. People who have come to Jesus, but Jesus has not changed anything about them. So it is possible for somebody to be born again and still tell as much lies as he was telling for being born again. That means the soul is... People will say, are you really born again? I don't, no, he is born again. What has not happened is that he has not been converted so wise. So you have your spirit as a man and a woman. You have your soul and you have your body. Your soul is the mediator between your spirit and your body. And actually by positioning, your soul is inside, between. What is a soul? Of course, your body is your body. You all know your body. Your spirit is that part that God deals with. When you say, Lord Jesus, I come to you. I accept you into my life as my Savior. Your spirit is born again. But your soul is still the same way. That's why if you were a pepper seller before saying sinner's prayer, it does not turn you to a professor. I get what I'm saying. If we were speaking Yoruba before getting converted, that would not make you start speaking Greek. So something, everything that happened. So the new creation we are talking about, if any man be in Christ, what, so it happened in your spirit. But much has not happened in your soul and nothing has happened in your body. Except that you carry your body to walk to the front. Or if you stood up somewhere at the back when you were giving your life to Christ. So the only part... It is possible in some situations we might look at that for salvation to happen in such a way that the power of God, the effect of eternal life you have received is so powerful that it breaks into your soul and into your body. I have seen very few people like that. That on getting back home, everybody could tell that this one has met the Lord. But those are, it's not a common case. But for majority, the journey now begins now that you are born again. Your soul will still love the same thing. Except that now what happens is this. Your soul receives information from your body. Your body receives information from the external environment. So you are watching something on Facebook. It's your body watching, your eyes seeing it, passing it to your soul. So now this guy is born again now as he watches now he's looking at pornographic stuff. A signal is sent to his soul. The soul sees it. The soul wants to enjoy it, but the soul contacts the spirit. And the spirit says that now we know this is wrong. Now the soul must accept or might not accept. I get what I'm saying. So you begin to walk in true spirituality. When your spirit man is stronger than your soul and controls your soul. But when your soul is still in control your body will go that way. So if your spirit man is very strong and he says to your soul that no, we don't deal with this kind of information anymore, your body will respond by closing that page. But if your soul is saying that we are still enjoying it, your body will respond by continuing to look at it. Are you getting what I'm saying? This is why once you are born again and the spirit man is born again if you want to speak evil of somebody from inside you will know that this is wrong 
But it's a matter of how weak or how strong your soul is under the influence of your spirit. If your soul is still in charge, your spirit will tell you so. You will know it's so, but you will end up still saying that gossip. And then ask God forgiveness later. And that is what many Christians do. That they rise, they fall. They rise, they fall. They rise. Before every day, they've done many things that at one time or other they've asked God to forgive them, but they've gone back to those things again. If they sit on their own in their house, they can read out two things that are wrong. But when they face that thing, they do it all, all the same. No Christian says wrong words to people without feeling it. But I will not say it another day again. It's almost impossible. Except something has happened to his soul. So a lot of Christians live in guilt. That is why when it's raining in the night and there's thunderstorm, as people think of rapture, they start by asking God to forgive them. Because there is a feeling that when the trumpet sound, or oh, when the saints go marching in, I might not go. So that is why. Once we begin to talk about end time and the day of the Lord, some Christians will start by asking God for, for forgiveness. Because every day, I want to say to your church and those who are listening online, how do I experience a real change as a Christian? That I can say that I have been converted. Things I used to do, I do them no more. It's not the definition of Christianity, but it must happen to every Christian. That song. have too many songs like that again. Many times all these loud songs with no substance. I'm not against any type of song, but we should pay attention to the lyrics of a song. Are you getting what I'm saying? Let's read somewhere in Colossians 3 verse 1. Are you getting what I'm saying today? This is where the battle is. The lost will not necessarily leave. Now, over the years, you have brought things to your soul. Your soul is the center of your will, your emotion, and your intellect. When you say mind, some depends on how people look at it, but it's part of your soul. Now, there are two minds that you have. Or the Bible, there are two ways which you can look at the issue of the mind. At times, the Bible refers to the heart as the mind. At times, it's just the mind. Now, this is what happens. There is your mind. When the Bible says, as a man thinketh, that is not talking about the first mind. That's talking about the subconscious mind. 
subconscious mind is called sore because it's under down down under your mind the subconscious mind is the most powerful part of human mind which they call spirit or hearts again scholars differ before people start talking i'm not taking any position some will say that you have to differ from your spirit whatever way but that's what we are looking at today for those who love to listen so that they can look forward to argue so wait till we talk about that we are talking about conversion how you get what i'm saying now your subconscious mind this is what happens so when the bible says a man think it nothing is at stake nothing is wrong per se for any thought crossing your mind it becomes a problem when it enters your subconscious mind and it will only happen in two ways when it is coming to repeatedly and it becomes an imagination after you imagine it for a while it's like the principle of photography if you want your camera to produce something you have to focus it on that thing and snap if your your mind continues to look at something new women for instance maybe whatever perversion for a long time a time comes that your mind captures it it goes into your subconscious and it stays there it has become a part of you you will be a good man and love jesus for instance sex can be like that once it becomes that it is difficult to get out that thing when we are through with this message i'm going to tell you how to format oh people marry but there are baggages at times you don't know you are married to until they they open the bag and you are seeing one baggage after the other ah, he has told me everything she has told me really before we got married he told me everything he told you everything many times a man does not even know himself a woman you don't you don't know some things that are inside you baggages and this is how it happens remember i started by saying the bible said the weapon of our warfare our lord help us get there people move from place to place looking for deliverance they bought it the access that satan has into their life is what is in that subconscious part if you are delivered from within you are free indeed when the unclean spirit goes out if i minister deliverance to a person the demons will come back and when the house is garnished, well swept, but there is nothing inside, it goes to take more wicked spirits. Some people in the church, they are more wicked than they are more wicked now that they are in church than when they did not know Jesus. Do you know how many ladies, for instance, have spoken to me about how pastors violated and raped them? We don't share this publicly. It is possible to come into Christ and be more wicked. And the more you rise and the more authority you have, actually the more money you have, the more what is a real inside, the real things that you will play out. Yes. Because the more you have power over physical things, you can go to Germany tonight and go to New York tomorrow and everything. The more you have control over life, and wealth gives you more control over life the more what is inside will come out 
You think some people are humble? It's because they are broke. <laughs> when money comes, you will know that there is no iota of humility in them. But now he has no choice. I mean, you are saying you are either humble or something will humble you. And poverty knows how to humble people. You become humble. You need to say sir, so I can give you something. So you have to say that, sir. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Glory to God. Are you with me? Oh dear Lord Jesus. One day somebody told me, um, I was praying around camp and I met one of Pastor Debe security men. And he told me, Sir, I said that man, Sir, I'm not a security man. No. Sir, I was talking to me one day and my cap fell down. And I picked it up and he helped me to dust it and he gave it back to me. And I said, Sir, I said, no, no, don't worry, no, I can do that for you. Yeah. <laughs> I know he says that to almost everybody. That's how he talks. Yeah. One day I had an opportunity of meeting him. He just said, Yes, sir, they say you like to see me, sir. I said, Miss, I just post. I said, I'm not sir. <laughs> I want to live long. <laughs> Hallelujah. It's amazing. Are, are you following me? Oh, dear Lord Jesus. Help us to get this right. If you then be risen with Christ, seek those things which are above where Christ is seated on the right hand of God. Verse 2 is more important. Sex. Sex. This is what we talk about. Sex. You can change your mindset. And this is where this message is going. But I hope to get to this aspect. Remember, we have a long journey to go. It's likely we won't get to this today. If you are under any kind of demonic influence as a believer at times the law of the spirit at times demands that you must name that spirit before you can cast it out at times if you don't identify what is binding you if you say go in the name of Jesus they might not go on one occasion it happened to Jesus Christ when he made the madman of Gadara, it's, I think it's the Mark version that painted him, that, that where you see the picture more clearly. A Mark. The Bible says, For he has said, Come out. But the Spirit didn't come out immediately. Then Jesus said, What is your name? It is why people have turned to, when they are doing deliverance, they are asking for names. And Jesus only did that once. And he said, Legion, for we are many. Now, if you study that part, which you might look at later, the Spirit at that time was talking like, Legion, maybe over 24,000 demons or whatever. The people, scholars do agree on what a legion is from 6,000 to 12,000. And there were legions in the man. Number one, that shows the capacity of human spirits. That one man can host up to 50,000 spirits. Because your spirit is massive. But then, Jesus was addressing the one that was talking on behalf of bread was probably the first spirit to possess that man and the original occupant of the man's soul that Jesus drove out first. And that one left with the rest. The Bible said, the guy said, 
my name is Legion. We are many, but I'm the one speaking. Then the Bible says, all the demons begged him not to send them away from town. Now, according to what Papa Egi said, which I believe in, if you were there that day, you will only be hearing a voice. Only Jesus heard all the rest talking by a gift called discerning of spirit. When it's all preaching, you can stand before a person. People around you will not hear what the person is saying, but you are in the spirit and you hear all the other voices together. Realm of the sea is very funny. It's totally different from this physical realm. Totally different. Are you getting what I'm saying? Praise the Lord. Amen. Ah, did somebody get what I've just said so far? How do we set? But second, I first want us to look at Uncle Jacob. A man that God loved. God appeared to Jacob on his way to Laban's house. But it was after about 20 years when he left Laban's house to come back that that conversion happened in one night. You remember the night he wrestled with God? Can there be a time that you have to go through the same experience? On Wednesday, I stopped this way by talking about four encounters in the Bible. There is Gethsemane where it is about the will of the Father not your own will. There is Mount Moriah experience where you have to prove your devotion to God that you love more than any material thing. That is when God demands for something that as he's asking for it, it's like he's asking for your kidney. Yeah. Moriah can be that you've invested all your money to buy a property and God says, give it to me. And then you die. And I say, Lord, just kill me. At certain levels, God does that. What, leads, what that will lead to is that your prosperity will never be of human origin again. You are going to enter into divine stuff. Yeah, like told Abraham, he will do that with anybody who wants to cross a certain level with him. Because God, God, you must prove to God that you depend on no other thing. And you are not going to say, with that, Lord, I depend on no other thing. <laughs> say, really? If, I, if you are not serious about it, stop singing songs like that. After singing, I might just ask you for... I said, daughter, were you not the one that I just said now? I sat there on my throne. You were the one that started saying, Lord, I give you my all. And I'm just asking, yeah, that's Moriah. I think Gethsemane is deeper. Something you love to do. You desire to live in Canada. You desire to do this. You desire to work in Shell. And he says, no, go to Kano State and be a missionary there. That is kind of, even Jesus shook a little. When he saw the cross, ah, he said, let's, let's renegotiate. He said, Lord, let this call pass. This is tough. And God said, and then an angel had to appear him to strengthen. God, that was a tough decision. It's like somebody walking, you came back, everything is working for you. And the Lord says, resign. Go to his saying. And be preaching to the grassroots people there. So he, he said, what? You understand? That's that stuff. And you know what? That's a dust of must pass through. Yeah. Was it easy on Pyote? When he left Europe to come to Nigeria and God said, not Lagos. He wanted to stay here. Now if, if I will obey you at all, Lord, in Nigeria, Lagos, God said, no. Go to another place. Elisha. And the man did not leave Nigeria for over 40 years till he died there. His wife and everybody. 
Pa Elton trained Pastor David, Pastor Kumu, he trained everybody. Abishop Idawusa. All of them came from one man, Pa Elton. He was already a minister of God abroad, and Lord asked him one day, was I said, so, my son Elton, when will you start your ministry? And he said, Lord, what about what we've been doing all these years? And God said, that is your own ministry, not the one I have for you. He said, so what do you have for you? He said, go to Nigeria and don't stay in Lagos. Go to Elisha in the forest. That's where I want you to be. Yeah. So he, he laid the foundation for Pentecostalism in Nigeria. What of if he tells you that? The way some of you are looking at me already, they say, ah, you should not tell me that. <laughs> it should tell me to go to Canada. There you are happy. God has told me to go to Canada. <laughs> What about if he says you should go to Mali? Hallelujah. Are you with me? Yes. Many, 95% of Christians, they won't tell you that. But he wants you to get to a point where you are willing, even though he's not saying that. That Lord, whatever you say, wherever you want me to go, I am going. Let me tell you the truth, all of you listening to me. It is very easy for you to pray that kind of prayer when you don't have a job yet now. You, are, you don't have a job. You know, you are just managing Lagos. Say, wherever I go, shepherd, on my soul, I give you full control. Wherever you may lead, I will follow. I have made that choice. Because, I, I, anyway, you already broke. <laughs> so, <laughs> what else? Shepherd, let's go anyway. <laughs> but, all of a sudden, you get a multinational job and they are paying you four million every month. Range Rover Sporter as official car, and then you are living in a duplex in the Koyo of VGC, and that's where you are going. You want to see the sense of shepherd of ah. <laughs> what I'm telling you is real. The moment you want to sink wherever you may lead. It's that your spirit will tell you the truth, oh boy. Are you sure what you are? Don't sit in beyond that point if you know. God, that's the truth. If the Lord says, Son, do you love me so much? Can you leave this job for me? Yeah. One day, Apostle Eva told me a story. He said, I was praying, and the Lord said that, Son, it was in the north then. Can you die for me? He got up from the place of prayer. <laughs> then he came back and he said, Lord, let me be honest. No. He said, my answer is no. I'm not going to do Superman. No. He said, but years after, after some more encounters with God, he came back to God and said, Lord, if that is what you want, I will lay down my life. But he didn't deceive me. He said, at this level, I know I can't die for you. Ah, no, 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 no. I can suffer for you, but death. Mm-mm. And the Bible said, thou desired truth in the inner parts. Yeah. Did somebody just get what I just said? Yeah. How many encountered them? I said Moriah, right? I said Gethsemane. The one that my start with second size what what Penel. That was the one that happened to Joseph Jacob. That is the one that is that is where you are changed. And that's the major one that I want to talk about. Where you are changed. Honestly speaking, everybody around you can tell that you have changed. Once, always under tension, under pressure, what and now, so calm, so quiet. 
no matter what. And when this happens, it's almost a change for them. It's almost an eternal change. It's something that remains. It doesn't get angry again. It doesn't lie again. She doesn't cheat again. She doesn't gossip again. You are away from that. For the testimony of Christianity to bless lives, we need Penel. Let's rise. Hallelujah. You know, the Bible says in uh, whatever is true, whatever is that, maybe we'll talk about that second service. Look at me, everybody. Thank God that in His mercy, in His mercy, when Adam fell, I believe personally, God reduced the power of human mind. Not that he came to reduce it. Maybe in his mercy, he allows certain things that we think not to happen. But when God created Adam, because in the realm of the spirit, in God's realm, when you think something is as good as having it. But if God allows man to walk in that realm, you are going to kill a lot of people and end up killing yourself. But that is God's perfect plan. God has given man ability that you create the future from within. And this is where we are going. This is why Paul said, the weapons of our warfare, when God wanted to give his own weapons of warfare, he gave you not to fight demons. He said, but they are mighty through God. 2 Corinthians 10. For the pulling down stronghold, casting down imaginations. The only thing that made God to come down from heaven in old covenant was imagination. The Bible said the people is one, Genesis 11. This is the beginning of what they will start doing and nothing that they are proposed to do will be impossible. How powerful is this thing? This is why Satan is not after your body. Satan is not even after your spirit. Satan is after your soul. Jesus saw it and he said, what shall he profit a man if he gains your word? The power that is invested in human soul the prince of this world comments, if there is no sickness in your soul about the future, you will live till night in no sickness. If there is no failure in your soul, this is why all the channels, TV stations, all the things you watch on Facebook, they are not a direct assault on your soul. That your soul might develop against the will of the Father. And many don't know. That's the Bible said, I guide your heart with all diligence for out of it, out of it, out of it. This is hard, but I'm going to say it nonetheless. If for about three months you think thoughts that are clean, that are powerful, that are scriptural, there is almost no good thing that you will not attract into your life. From children to husband, the greatest thing that the enemy does, that's why when people fluctuate, God saved me from that and he told me some of these things when we're believing God for a child. When people fluctuates, a lady is not married. She's alive today, good message tomorrow. She's down, why am I not married and everything? It means that there is a sin in your soul that the enemy is still using. And they can keep you like that. Yes. Hallelujah. The glory of God that is in human spirits. It's already there. But the problem is the soul. There is a person that is close. 
If your soul is converted, it submits to your spirit. And the glory of the Lord, the power of God is in your spirit. That means things will just be oozing out. Great results, great mighty things. But your soul is always injuring them, injuring them. Where is fear? Why did Jesus say that the old world, your soul is bigger than the old world? Say, so what shall it profit a man if he gains the old world? And that means it, the, the value of a soul is much more than the old world put together. It is true. Because the old world itself came from the soul of a man. Man created aircraft, man created everything. Everything, the soul is bigger than it. And this is what Satan is after. If a woman is born again and is still in charge of her soul, uh, he, nothing much has happened. He still believes that he can still run his marriage, run his home, and run, run her home, run, her, run everything. Because the soul has not moved. Fear is here in the soul. Shalamanda. After fighting all night long, the angel only asked Jacob one question What is your name? It's bigger than the question on the surface. Remember the meaning of the name, supplanter. That's the meaning, a deceiver. Jacob never told anybody's name before then. When the father said, who are you? He said, Esau. Remember? Because Esau had a more credible name. In other words, no, he never got to a point in his life when, where he faced his life face to face like this. Where you had a counter penny, another name for it is a place where you see God face to face. Yeah. That was why I said, I've seen God face and my life is preserved. And when he saw God, what God showed him was that there is a problem with your identity. You are Jacob. So for the first time, he said it with his mind. Then that was, I'm a cheat. I'm a cheat. You know, there are Christians who have never addressed their flaw. You have never. You give your flaw a, a name to decorate it. And me, I'm, I just, you know, that's just I, I am, I am. Sometimes you need to tell yourself the truth. You know, I know Christians that you can't leave a lady without them, without them trying to rape the lady. There is a problem with the soul. God is not, God wants to help them, but they must be honest and come out and say, Lord, you know what? I'm a rapist. But that's not who I am in my spirit, but that is what my soul. Sometimes if you don't call the issue by name, you might not come out of it. Let me be honest. You have to tell yourself, Lord, I am standing before you. I am Tokwe. I love money. And money is still my God. But Lord, I belong to you. Help me. Help me. That's what many have never done. And people that are even though they are in Christ, they will soon do anybody in church. Now, the tragedy is this. They do fasting and prayer. But it, does, it doesn't change that part of their life. When they collect money from you, just wave your money bye-bye. But when you see them praying, yeah, I get what I'm saying. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I am contentious. It was Dagoa me that was listening to one day who said that demons are threatening. So when they are operating in a man, the moment a man can call the name, Lord, I have spirit of anger. He says, I see demon says that, ah, he has known. 
But as long as you are still decorating it, I mean, I just don't take nonsense. You know, I love things being done. Whereas what you don't want to say is that I am proud. I am very proud. Once a decision does not go my way, I want to scatter everything. You need to address it. When you do, the spirit will leave you. That look, this is who I am. Sincerely, I, love, I can't see money and not tell yourself the truth. I. Is someone blessed this morning? Let's stop here. My time is up. <laughs> ah, yeah. You know why I share this with you? I started from the area of transformation inside because, sincerely speaking, in these last days, ah, what, what the Lord is showing me, just be patient with me as we go from. And I'm telling you, stop coming to church alone. Spread this way. We are, we are on a journey. Where we are going is that. The Spirit of God will so much work on your mind that honestly speaking, all dirty stuff will go, then you become light. When you are light in God's hand, it can take you on a journey. God can show you. It will come like a thought. See, thoughts in the realm of the Spirit, they are materials, like material for making clothes. Love that fashion design, you understand better. Words are like thread and needle. Thoughts are like material. Combination of the two. You can design anything and bring it to the realm of the physical. Yes. This is what the Lord intends. When you start praying, Lord, take me to World Bank. Take me to this one. God needs you there. Because in many high places in the world, the decisions in many places are anti-God decisions. It needs sense. But you are not going to go there and be speaking in tongues in public. You are going to go there intellectually sound. What happened to Daniel will repeat itself these last days. The days of Babylon are upon us again. And people are times 10 better and needed. But it's by the influence of the Spirit upon your mind. But the problem is that your mind, the influence of the Spirit will come from God into your spirit, man. If your soul is blocked, it stays there. There is nothing, no revelation that many of you have prayed for, that has not been supplied in the realm of the spirit. They are trapped in your mind. Because they say, don't, they must pass through. That door is your mind. But the mind has a problem. Or the soul has a problem. Anger, here, fight, here, loss, here, this one. And energy is neither created nor destroyed. It's a theory of space. There is a space you have in your soul. That space, God wants to fit there a lot of good, godly and mighty things. But there are some things occupying it right now. If you don't dethrone, delete those things, new things will not come. Is somebody blessed by what I've just said? To continue to think the same way is to stay at the same level. Oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. Blessed be your name. Two days ago, we were still talking, me and uh, 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 Josh. And he just, this man has been doing all kinds of certification, this one, that one. And he said, my vision is bigger than Nigeria. We are going there. Because he works in a multinational already and all this. But he said, we are going there. 
up to the highest level because we must bring the kingdom to this place. But the limitation is here. If you know how fast you can move, where your mind is right. I don't believe Ada was walking around the garden naming every animal. It must use a technology beyond human efforts. You know how many species of animals we have? And Ada named all of them. And he never forgot one name. For Oh God. He never. When this thing came on Solomon, the same Solomon was a poet, he was a philosopher, he was a religious man, he was, he was many things. Horticulturist. You know, Solomon spoke about plants and animals, but he was into everything. There is a spirit in man. The inspiration of God given them, your spirit does not receive information from this realm. He knows more than you know. Jesus did not study later, yet he knew more than the Pharisees. But the limitation is the mind. The founder of reading never went to school, yet he could dissect the Bible. There is a spirit in man. The mind, the mind is the problem, the mind. So when you see fornication and all those things, it's more than people are sinning. Satan is wrecking people. Turning them away from what they can become. Excess baggage. And this relationship, now we now kiss, we now dare. That is the realm you are still. Or something is, you are being shot out of something. Look at what I've just said now. In these days of maximum productivity, Babylon is waiting for you. There are issues in Babylon. They will not be able to solve it until you rise. You follow CNN all this news now. See what is happening all over Europe. They are coming down, 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 down. Every day financially. And more terrible things will happen. Because this age is designed to fail. It's an age built away from God. And it will fail. But people are needed right now. Savior shall come from Zion. Oh, Father, we thank you for your word. Thank you for every listener. Bless everyone. Father, help us to be doers, not hearers only. Thank you. We give you praise in Jesus' name. Thank you for being a part of our broadcast. You know, we never like to end without giving you an opportunity to make Jesus Christ the Lord of your life. Coming into Christ is beyond joining a church, is beyond a religion. It is joining God's family. And that is done when you believe in Christ Jesus. So I just want to lead you right away now. If you are, if you want to give your heart to Christ. Just say after me, say, Lord Jesus, I believe that you died and rose again. And that you paid for my sins. I accept you as my Lord and my Savior. And from today I belong to you. If you have said those words, will be late. You are born again. You are part of God's family right now. You can go ahead and rejoice about it. God bless you. We love you. Stay blessed.